This is My Seminary Life, Episode 8, where we will be wrapping up our discussion on spiritual formation. Here it is, everybody. I'm Brandon Knight, and here we are at the season finale for My Seminary Life. We have reached the end of the spring semester. We've reached the end of spiritual formation, and I want to thank all of you who have been tuning in week after week to stay up with me on this series, on this talk, and for those of you who have joined along the way. I appreciate all of you. I'm glad you are here, and I am so thankful that it is over. I've really enjoyed this class, but this last week was <laughs> was pulling teeth to get me to write my last paper and to do my last bit of homework. But you know what? We did it. Oh, well, I did it. You just sat here and listened to the episodes. I did it. I did the homework. I am done with this class, and I'm so glad for it. <clears throat> it's been a great journey these past eight weeks. And I am looking forward to the summer semester. We are going to have a couple weeks off before we start the summer semester, which I need to start talking to the registrar and get things lined up so I know what we're going to be doing in the summer semester. But we're going to take these next couple weeks off. Give me a breather, especially. I've been really, really busy lately. These past two weeks, I've talked about how I've had uh, just a lot of life stuff going on in on top of work, on top of the homework. Work's also been real crazy lately, so I'm looking forward to dropping off a little bit of, you know, a little bit of a responsibility, and I can also focus on getting stuff done that's been neglected, like my hair. I need to go get a haircut. But for today's episode, I thought we would do things a little bit differently. Normally, for those of you who are Sadly, tuning in for the first time to listen to the final episode uh, for the for the season. Normally, as you know, I sit here and I kind of walk through what's been going on with the homework stuff that's really set, stood out to me. But rather than doing that, I've got this broken up into a couple different sections. Instead of just reflecting over one specific topic within the class, this episode is going to be more of me reflecting on. The class as a whole, this is going to be much more academic, more, you know, just my thoughts on the class. If this was a, you know, if they gave me some type of uh, survey to fill out of what I thought about the class, these are some of these would be some of my feedback I would give on the class. But before we do that, let's start off by recapping what we have been talking about so far. I launched my seminary life with the idea of recapping what I have been studying in my seminary class to help me write good notes and also to give you, the listener, the opportunity to kind of sit in almost like auditing a class. Like you get to kind of sit here and get, yeah, I do about 21 hours of studying during the week and then I condense it all that down into the 30 minute version for you. So you're getting a small taste of what I've been studying for the entire week. Uh, We kicked things off with Spiritual Formation, a class that retrospectively is designed not to just help you mature in your faith, but to break down certain patterns of thinking within Christianity. 
We learned that spiritual formation is not moral formation, but abiding in the vine of Jesus Christ. We saw that even the best of believers can fall into some form of thinking similar to legalism, prosperity gospel, or retribution theology when we live more with moral formation rather than abiding in Jesus. We also saw that there should be a level of existentialism within our faith where we expect to have an experience with God, especially in the realm of prayer or when we go through the dark night of the soul. Our faith is not just a moral formation, uh, intellectual pursuit, but we can have literal experiences with God. We can also experience God in Christian community as we fellowship with a healthy body of Christ. As we wrestled with another popular view of spiritual formation, where it is solely through the truth of God's word, specifically the New Testament, that we are formed, ultimately, we brought this all together in my Theology of Sanctification paper, where I define spiritual formation as the process of the Father transforming us into the image of the Son through truth by fellowshipping with us through the Holy Spirit. And that brings us to today. There you go. Now we have taken eight 30-minute episodes. So, well, seven 30-minute episodes. So, what is that? Three, three and a half hours worth of material. And we can just sit down into five minutes. I think that was like the three-minute drill. Good job, everybody. And that's everything. And that takes us to today where I had to turn in a personal growth assessment. And the personal growth assessment was exactly what it sounded like. I had to sit down and there were specific areas that I was to reflect on in my life, areas that I have uh, grown in over these past couple of weeks, areas that the Holy Spirit still needs to work in me, strengths that I have, weaknesses that I have. And I don't really want to talk about this because, (laughs) honestly, I don't want to say that I just like, faked my way through this paper or anything. But, excuse me, but I would say that a lot of what I had to say is very personal, very much between me, God, and the professor, obviously. But also, I I just did the assignment. I'll put it that way. Last week, when I wrote my Theology of Sanctification paper, I I wanted to do well on it. I wanted to have Not just a good grade, but I wanted to craft something. With this, I was like, just get it done. It was eight pages long. Seven to eight pages was the requirement. I just wanted to get it done. So we're not really going to talk about that. That's just kind of the high level. Like I was reflecting on my life, basically. Uh, Now, in a graduate level class where, again, I have eight episodes and roughly 30 minutes to talk about what I'm studying each week. Not everything that we studied in the class made it onto the podcast. Sorry if you don't if you didn't feel like you got your money's worth out of it, but hey, I never did set up that donate link. So, you know, don't worry about it. None of you are paying for this. But not everything that was in the class made it onto the episode, either because It just wouldn't fit. Again, I only have eight episodes to make this. So, or I only have eight episodes to talk about this class. 
So, mm, you know, there's just no space. Or for some of these, like, they were really interesting and definitely resonated with me, but there wasn't enough material to do an entire episode. Which is why we have our next segment called What Got Cut. So uh, here on What Got Cut, we're going to talk about, just real quick, a couple of highlights. I think I have three or four things here. Three or four things that didn't make it onto the show. So let's see what we got here. Um, So I did talk about how there were five books for this class. Two of those books got whole episodes devoted to them. The Pressure's Off by Larry Crabb and Sanctified Through the Truth by Martin Lloyd-Jones. The third book, The Emotionally Healthy Church by Pierre Cesaro, got talked about here and there. I referenced it at different points. The other two that apparently I never talked about once was The Complete Green Letters by Matthew Stanford and Renovation of the Heart by Dallas Willard. I believe uh, both of those are considered to be Christian classics. At least the complete green letters, I think, are considered to be a complete classic. A classic. A Christian classic. I was, like, meshing all of that together. So, real quick, one of the things that stood out to me in the green letters was he has this section where he talks about how we need to stop praying for God to help us. And again, we've touched on this a number of times. That doesn't mean we can't bring our requests to God. But what it means is that we shouldn't come to God saying, help me do this. Help me to achieve this. Help me to do help, help, help. There are times where, you know, maybe that is all that we can pray in a crisis. All we can say is, God, help. But what his point here is that, There is a level of neediness, really, that we don't need to have at this point in our Christian life. That we have all that we need in Jesus Christ right now. So we don't have to come begging, oh, God, help, help, help me to do this. Especially when it comes to like a character or moral formation that you want in your life, that you're lacking in your life. Like, Jesus is there. You have his power and authority on your side. The Holy Spirit is there. Just pray for it. You don't have to pray help. Stop saying help. The other thing that was taught, the other book, Renovation of the Heart by Dallas Willard. Uh, There was a, this book is, both of these books are hefty. I think that's why they didn't really make it onto the show. Both of these books are something that I could see rereading me rereading throughout my life. Uh, But with Renovation of the Heart, uh, the big thing that kind of stood out to me, and it was really just like a little section of it, was how he talked about how everybody goes through spiritual formation. Christian or not, everybody goes through spiritual formation. For believers... Spiritual formation looks different. It is different. Sanctification is for us. We are being made in the image of Christ. What he talks about how is that everybody's spiritual life is being formed any any way, anyhow, by any means, by, you know, physical factors, external factors, 
culture, society, things in the world, everybody is being shaped in a certain way, which was very eye-opening for me because I think normally we just see it as Christians are the ones that are being made into something, whereas the rest of the world is just there. They're just, they are what they are, maybe is the kind of the way we come to it. But in this, through this lens, we see that it is very significant then that we uh, that we are empathetic towards people and how they have been shaped and the factors that have formed them throughout their life. And if anything, it increases the, I don't know, it, I, to me that increases the power of God, that when someone who has, who gets saved later in life and has been formed a certain way by, you know, the world and everything in it, and God comes in and transforms them into the image of his son, that speaks volumes to the power of God. Like, you know, I was a kid when I got saved. I, <clears throat> and yeah, I've been transformed and brought through a lot. But when I think of someone who got like saved very later in life, who was very uh, you know, militant against Christ and very in the world, and God just shifts them completely, that's amazing. That is how powerful our God is. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. What else got cut? One other thing uh, that we did not really get to talk about, it came up a tad bit here and there, is rest. I think it came up a little bit here, maybe last week on the Theology of Sanctification. I don't remember. I really need to go back through and re-listen to all of these again. Um, <laughs> but rest, it came up a lot during uh, The Emotionally Healthy Church by Pierce Zero and also our selected reading from Cloud and Townsend. Talking about Sabbath, embracing limitations, boasting at our weakness, that's, where, that's when we talked about it. Last week when we talked about Paul boasting in his weakness. <clears throat> But we didn't talk about it in depth on the need to take a break. Our our culture is very much one that just wants to run itself ragged and just keep going, burn the candles at both ends. We all know that one person on social media who is trying to be an influencer and constantly using words like hustle and the, the other catchy buzzwords that like, you know, make them seem like they are Superwoman, Supergirl, Wonder Woman, getting out there, doing things. Yeah, you go. Like, no, we have limitations. We can hear God when we rest. And we're not designed to go to do things beyond what we can do. We have a limitation. To it. It's a famous Clint Eastwood line that my dad likes to quote to me every once in a while. A man's got to know his limitations. Like, you... You got to know what what your limit is. And it's when we hit that limit that we have an opportunity to rest. Rest is good. Some people may, you know, obsess over rest or abuse resting, but rest is good. Rest is something that gives us the opportunity to admit that, hey, I'm a human. God, you're so much more sufficient than I am. I just need to sit here and watch some TV. I need to be in your presence. I need to do whatever it is that you find restful 
so you can get back out there. Rest is a good thing. Embrace rest. <clears throat> okay, so that's what got cut. Those are things that didn't really make it onto the show. Could have maybe done a whole episode on it, but we didn't. Maybe if it was a nine-week show, then one of them could have made it. I guess we needed more like 11 episodes to get all three of those. Um, but in an eight-week course on spiritual formation, did we really talk about everything related to spiritual formation? I would wager no. I would wager that if I was at a seminary getting a degree, like a master's in spiritual formation, I would assume that what we studied here was more of like a 101 class. Like this was very introductory, get things going. It was great. I loved everything that I studied, but I think it was, that's my assumption is that if this was at a seminary that offered a spiritual formation program, this would be the beginning course. Which takes me now to the next segment, things that didn't make the class. These are things that I, looking back, I'm kind of surprised we didn't talk about this. This never came up, or it only came up a tiny, tiny bit. And as the class unfolded, I was kind of surprised that we didn't have it more often, or that it wasn't talked about at all. So, starting off with, uh, we talked very little about the spiritual disciplines. We had the episode on prayer. I read the book on using truth of the word of God to transform us. But the the purpose of the class was not to front load that because that's always where we start with this discussion of being sanctified. And instead, we broke down some uh, some incorrect thinking we have towards this area. We redefined it. We kind of restructured how we're supposed to be thinking about this area. And then we came back to the spiritual disciplines. One thing that never got brought up was fasting. We talked about prayer. We talked about scripture. We talked about serving. We talked about being in community. We never really talked about fasting. And that kind of surprised me only because fasting is one of those disciplines, in my opinion, that Either as Christians, we totally neglect, like it's not something that we want anything to do with, or we abuse it for our own personal gain. And fasting also seems to be one of those things that couples well with other disciplines, like prayer and fasting, prayer and or scripture reading and fasting. We're going to fast together as a group to pray over something like it seems like it's usually a part of something else within the spiritual disciplines. So I was kind of surprised, nothing on fasting. Also, there was nothing on here about experiencing God through art and music. You know, we talked about the dark nights and community and uh, other areas where we can be uh, where we could hear God, could experience God, communicate truth to us. But we never talked about art and music, which I think are two, I think are two clear areas that God does communicate through. Now, I do know that when Christians start talking about this type of stuff, things get heated and divided very quickly which may be why in the class that was kind of a 101 study on this, that it 
didn't make it into the course study. But I was kind of surprised that there wasn't like even a, hey, this is an option. Hey, this can happen too in any of the books. Again, maybe it's because a lot of these books were designed to help us restructure our thinking on this. So there's only so much space and so much time. But I would, if I was to continue to study spiritual formation, I would like to see that conversation happen at some point of, hey, this is an option too. God speaks through music. God communicates through art. And the last area that I was surprised, this got a teeny tiny sliver in one of the books, or actually uh, two of the books. It got a teeny tiny sliver, existentialism. It, it came up in The Pressures Off and Renovation of the Heart. I, again, I don't know, might be controversial, whatever. Um, this is an area that I think most Christians kind of downplay a bit, that it's an area that we should be studying and embracing more. I don't know, throw me a book by Kierkegaard, I guess is what I'm saying. We've already got five books. Just throw me one one more. Throw me a Soren Kierkegaard book, and we can wrestle with that and see how it also influences our thinking and shapes us on how we can experience God in this life, looking for him in a more experiential way like that within existentialism. Again, maybe that is more of, you know, in a program that comes up, or maybe I should just switch and go get a philosophy degree, whatever. Uh, but yeah, a little bit of existentialism, a little bit more existentialism next time is something I would be looking for. And that's it for that. And actually, that's, that's really it for the whole show. I think, yeah, we're coming down to the wire here, folks. I turned in my last paper today. It was a personal growth assessment, and like I said, it was way longer than I was really anticipating having to write, but it's done. I uh, And like I said, way back at the beginning of this class, in the very first episode, I am thankful that this was my first episode, that this was my first class. I'm thankful that this is where it started. Because I think this is has I think this has shaped my head, my thinking, my spiritual life for how I want to be focusing myself moving forward from this. That this isn't just an academic study. This too is an area where I can where God could be communicating to me and transforming me into the image of his son. And starting here with this class has allowed me to see that. Starting here, now as I go into my other classes and there's some typical theology courses along the way and there's some very different classes on the way as well. But as I head on, to th head on further into this journey and as you come along with me, I'm excited that I now know to abide in the vine and that God could be communicating in these courses. And I think that is going to provide me a richer experience as I go through seminary. Maybe that's what I was, one of the things I was missing the last time I went through seminary. I, I don't say that I regret going to seminary the first time. Maybe I can talk about that more in another episode. 
But I don't think, looking back, I don't think I was ready. I don't think it was exactly the right time for me to be in seminary. Again, I, it, it's complicated because there is some good that came out of that. But right now, this is where I want to be. This is where I think I should be. I think this is where God wants me to be at. And I'm excited for that. And I'm excited to see what comes next in the future. And as we draw this episode to a, a close, I wanted to leave you guys with this week's uh, verse of the week. It is 2 Peter 3, verses 17 and 18. You, therefore, beloved, Knowing this beforehand, take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory, both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. Hey, if you enjoyed that episode, thanks. Appreciate it. Please leave a review, subscribe, favorite, leave star reviews, write real reviews, do whatever you can to help us grow the channel. Uh, Share this stuff around, tell people about it. We are on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and I'm forgetting one because I forgot to write this part in my notes. Not SoundCloud. Wow, I should know this by now, shouldn't I? Oh, well. We're on all of those. We're not on Apple Podcasts. Again, it might be easier just to tell people where we are not at rather than telling them that long list of names. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter at my underscore seminary life. That's where I do updates on the show and talk about uh, the verse of the week and other things, give you some highlights on what's coming up next with the show. If you want to DM me there or you can head on over to Anchor. And you can leave a voice message and let us know what you think of the show or any questions that you have for it. And I think that is really it now. Uh, I will, yeah, that's it. This is weird. My notes are over. I'm just kind of rambling now at this point. I kind of just ramble in every episode, don't I? All right. Well, be looking for a trailer here in the next couple of weeks for the announcement of what the summer season, uh, summer semester is going to look like. And I will talk to you all later. Bye.